Hello. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? Wow. Gradually, gradually, we are moving, and we are moving, and we are moving. You know, we move from the one, the two, the three, the four. This is day five. Ah, oh, ain't you excited? You know, that you're already in the middle of the journey. Oh, I can feel, I can feel it already. You know, like oh. Oh, when we did ten calls, <laughs> well done. You know, uh, I see you coming better at the end of the tunnel. I see you coming stronger and becoming better at the end of this journey. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, this is day five. Day five. If you look at the article or um, the, the, the 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 message that was sent to you on the class uh, forum or the class platform. You see that today we are talking about the authority, the authority, hmm. authority. I've got authority. Say to yourself, I've got authority. You know, say like you really beat your chest. You know, call your name like I'm gonna call my name now. Ifeoluwa, I've got authority. I've got authority. Okay. Before I start to say today's class, um, let me define what authority is. What is authority? What is the meaning of the word authority? What is the meaning of the term authority? Okay. Where authority is concerned, authority is the power, or uh, yeah, it is the power that is given to somebody. He has the he has the is a power given to somebody to you know to give control, to give order, to give control, to give order. That is the meaning of authority. You know, authority is the power, the rights, or it is the right to give orders, to make decisions. The rights that you have to enforce obedience. The rights that you have to enforce some things that is what it means to have authority so what am i trying to say you have authority you have power to enforce some things you have power to enforce certain orders you have power to enforce some obedience oh glory to jesus you have authority to to command the devil to listen to you you have authority to command so many things to happen in your life hallelujah so we're going to be talking about authority today you know why, why how am I so sure that you have you, you have authority? You know, as a believer that you are, the day you give your life to Christ, you are in connection with Jesus. Remember that Jesus Christ is a king. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is what is a king. And the day you give your life to Christ, the day you get born again, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 17, you become a joint heirs with Christ. You become a joint heir with what? With Christ. You know what an heir means? A heir is the next to the throne. In fact, he has a throne himself. He's a king. So the day you give your life to Christ, the day you got born again, you became king with Jesus. You were enthroned with Jesus. You know, the, the day Jesus died and he rose, the day Jesus died, you died with him. The day he rose, you rose with him. And the moment he was crowned, you were also crowned with him. You are a king. I want you to tap yourself on the shoulder and say, "You, I am a king." You know, I'm going to call myself a fellow. Let me tap myself. I am a king. You are a king, and a king is not without an authority. I want you to think about it. Have you come across a king that doesn't have authority? Is it possible? Have you, have you thought about it? Is it possible? Have you come across a king that doesn't have authority? It is not possible. It is not possible for every king. Now look at it. For every king, they have territory. 
and because of the territory because of the jurisdiction where they rule there is an authority given to them so that they can rule over that jurisdiction so that they can rule over the territory so that they can rule over the kingdom where they find themselves so the same thing with the same thing with you and i we are kings on the surface of the earth aside that of course when we get to heaven there are other crowns but at the moment that we are here we are kings in different jurisdiction with the ability to enforce order with the ability to enforce obedience with the ability to enforce authority so we have authority man we have authority we are kings as christians yo as children of god the day you got born again like i said you became joint heir with christ and because you are joint heir with christ you have the ability to disburse command you have the authority you have the power you have the control to enforce obedience and that is what we call authority that's what we call what authority so you are a king amen say you are a king you're a king so what makes you a king what are the things that validate your kingship if you look at the article in your article i mentioned two things now there are so many things that validate that that validate your kingship that makes you a king in christ jesus there are so many things that makes you a king in christ jesus but because of time and space i'm just going to quickly talk about two the number one thing you need that that, that 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 you should understand that makes you a king is the fact that you are an you are, you are an habitation of a supreme supernatural being remember day one which was on monday i was talking about um, recognizing the existence of god recognizing the supernatural supreme being recognize that there is a supreme supernatural being that exists and that's who that's god this god stays on your inside this god stays what it stays on your inside excuse me it's on your inside amen it's on your inside you are you are the habitation of this god bible says it's for Corinthians, first corinthians 6 i think verse 19 yeah i think verse 19 it says your body is the temple of god your body is a temple of the Holy spirit now temple temple is not just a place where people go and come temple they call a place temple because a spirit dwells there the reason they call it a building or uh or a hall or whatever place it is a set aside building the reason they call that place temple is because a spirit resides in there and because God lives on your inside the day you got born again. God chose you to reside on your inside. God chose you to stay on your inside. God chose to, to live on your inside. God chose to live with you. So because of that, you are a temple of God. So being a temple, but it means God, the, the house of God is on your inside. In fact, your body is the house of God. So you are in the, in the habitation of God. So the fact that you carry God on your inside, that, that's the number one thing that validates your kingship. The number two is the fact that the indwelling, the fact that you are your, your body is the house of God is number one. Number two, the fact that he dwells in that house. You know, it is possible that you have the house and you're not even in it. So God didn't just make your body's house. He lives therein. And that's what the Bible says in, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. It said, Oh ye little children. He said, Oh ye little, little children. He said, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. How about did you just hug yourself? It's possible just to tell yourself, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You know, say to yourself again, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. There is a greater on your inside. So he didn't just make your body's temple, he lives there. You know, it is possible for you to say, oh, I want to build my house in Banana Island, and your house is there, and you're living in the Korodu. It's possible. But where God is concerned, God didn't just say, oh, I want to make a first body my house, and I want to be living. No, I want to be living in somewhere else. No, God makes, he makes my body his house, then he lives in my body. The same thing with you, that then you got one again, he decides to choose your body as his house, and he lives in your body. So number one, 
your body is the house of God, it validates your kingship. Number two, it lives in that house, it dwells in your body. That's number two thing that validates your kingship. There are a lot of things that validate your kingship in Christ Jesus. And because you're a king in Christ Jesus, there is an authority over you. There is an authority that you have. There is an authority that has been given to you. And like I said, it is not possible that a king will not have authority. Now, it is one thing for a king to have authority. It is another thing for the king to not have the seal of authority. I'll say it again. You know, a, a king, you can be a king, you have authority, but there is something that backs your authority and it is called seal. You know, when, as a king, when you say, oh, I want to give an order. So when you give an order, there must be something that backs it up and that is a seal. I will, I will give you an example. In, 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 in Daniel chapter 6, when, when King Darius, you know, when Daniel's colleague came, out, came against da- Daniel and, and they told the king that they decided not to worship any other god or any other worthy except the king, that they now told the king, they said the king should sign that decree in accordance to the law of Medes and Parthians. Now, listen, they didn't just say the king should talk. They told the king to sign the decree in accordance with a particular law because the law has a particular seal. The same way as a king that you are, a king has authority, he also has a seal of authority. So the same way you are a king, you have authority, then you have a seal of authority. I'll say it again. You are a king, you have authority, then you are also given a seal of authority. Amen. Now, your authority, like I said, is because God dwells on your inside. Now, what is now the seal of this, your authority? I'm going to start with what Jesus Christ said in Matthew. He said, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you want to go to God, you have to go through Jesus. Amen. You want to do so many things. You want to go to God to say some things, to declare some things. You go through the name of Jesus. You go through Jesus. What am I trying to say is the seal of your authority is the name of Jesus. Amen. Your seal of authority, it comes in form of a name. The seal of your authority comes in form of a name. And that name is the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of 2 Philippians, second, I mean Philippians chapter 2, I think Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, there about, yeah, he said, For God has highly exalted his name, and, uh, for God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. He said, At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow of things in heaven, in earth, and beneath the earth, that Jesus is Lord, and every tongue they must confess. So, the name of Jesus is the seal of authority. So, it is one thing to recognize that you have authority. It is another thing to now utilize and recognize the seal of your authority. So, when you give a command, you are giving a command because you have authority. Now, a seal of authority needs to now follow your command, which is the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let me bring it to politics a bit. You know, if they, in, in, the, in, the, in the National Assembly now, if they are to sign anything into law, they will sign whatever they want to sign into law in accordance with a law that has been registered into in the constitution earlier. They don't just sign anything into law. They sign whatever they want to sign law is on authority because there's a backing for it. The same way, if, I, if a king is giving an order, he gives an order because he has authority now, that order is now backed up by a seal of authority. So a king that you are, number one, you have an authority. Then number two, you have a seal of authority. So when you lay a command, laying off a command, speaking a command, declaring something, declaring a word, making a decree, is you, uh, is you, is you making use of your command. But now, making use of your, I mean, is you making use of your authority. Now, making use of that authority is not enough. 
when you lay off your command, you are using the authority, you now need to lay the command with the seal of your authority and that is how it is established. And that's why Jesus Christ said, whatever you bound on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth is lost in heaven. Why? Because there is a seal of authority that is given to you and that seal is the name of Jesus. Amen. That seal is the name of Jesus. Even Jesus Christ himself, he said in, in Mark chapter 16 verse 17, he said, these signs will follow they that believe in my name. Can you see? So, there are some signs that will follow, there are some signs that must be established because you understand or because you understood or, or because you have the knowledge of the seal of the authority, which is the name of Jesus. He said, he, he said and those signs will follow they that believe in my name, they will cast out demons and they will probably tongues. And so many other signs. They will pick up serpents, they want them, they will drink poisons, they want them. So, because you have a seal of authority, so when you lay off command, or you follow that command immediately, is your seal of authority. Is your, your seal of authority. So, you, you have, you, you've got the authority in the name of just to do a lot of things. You have the authority in the name of just to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to do miracles, to do the miraculous, so this is supernatural. In fact, you use the name of just to thank God. You use the name of just to access God. That's why Jesus Christ said, he said, he said I, Jesus Christ said, He is the way, the truth, and the light. Nobody goes to God, nobody enters God, nobody enters the throne of grace except through the name of Jesus. Let me give you, let me give you an earthly example for you to understand what Jesus Christ is talk about. Let me use um, the Lagos State Government. As, as a civilian that you are, you, can, you cannot just access the office of the governor. You can't just go to the government house and say, oh, I want to see the governor. They will ask you, who sent you? If somebody gets it, they will ask you, who sent you? So when you get a government and say, I want to see the governor, I was sent by, uh, let me use a name. Let me use a name. Okay, let's use the name of the president. Let me use the name of the president. Oh, I want to see the governor. Who sent you? I was sent by, oh, okay, let me use the name of the president. Let me use, um, what's his name? The Godfather in Lagos said, Tinubu. So say, I want to know who sent you. I was sent by Jagama. If you ask you, how, how do we know you are sent by Jagama? Of course, you will be given a note. When you tender that note, or when the fact that you mentioned that name gives you an access to see the governor. Why? Because that name rings a bell. So above that name is the name of Jesus. When you lay an authority, when you make a decree, when you give a command, when you issue an order, the seal of your authority over the command, the order, the decree, and whatever it is, is the name of Jesus. So with the name of Jesus, you can heal the sick, you can do the miraculous, you can cast out demons, you can you can tread upon serpent, you can do the supernatural with that name. And that's why Jesus, Bible says that for God has highly exalted this Jesus. God has highly exalted our, our elder brother Jesus Christ and he has given it a name that is above every other name. So when you mention that name, doors must open. When you mention that name, people must listen to you. When you mention that name, demons must tremble. When you mention that name, the, the sick must get healed. When you mention that name, the, the, the blind eye must see. I know a lot of time, a lot of a lot of time you, you you've mentioned the name of Jesus so many things and you looked as if it didn't work. Can I can I be sincere with you? Now, there's something about a name. The name called Jesus can be bear, can, anybody can bear the name of Jesus. Anybody can bear Jesus. But what makes this one difference is because there is a back of power for that name, and that's why I say Jesus Christ. Jesus the Messiah, Jesus the Savior. So it is not just any Jesus. And that was why in Nazareth, when Jesus Christ went to Nazareth to pray for them, 
No, no, no sick was healed. Go and read your Bible in Luke. Nothing happened in Nazareth. And that's why I said a prophet is without uh, a prophet without honor in his own city. Why? Because when they saw Jesus Christ as Jesus the carpenter, they didn't see him as Jesus the Savior. They didn't see him as Jesus the miraculous person. They didn't see him as Jesus the supernatural man. They saw Jesus the carpenter. They saw Jesus the son of Joseph. And another instance is the sons of Sceva in the book of Acts. The sons of Sceva in the book of Acts, they saw Apostle Paul prayed in the name of Jesus. So they, they went to a demon-possessed person. Then I say, oh, we cast you out demon in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. So it, there's one for you to understand that it, you, you can't be called, you, the, the seal of authority to, that you have is not the seal of authority that somebody preached. It is the seal of authority that was given to you. So you cannot, you cannot make use of this authority because somebody preached it. You make use of this seal of authority because you know, you recognize that there is power in that name. You recognize that the, the, the strength, the supernatural ability in that name. You come to the consciousness of that name is not an ordinary name. So because of that, when your mind has said that, okay, the name of Jesus is the seal of my authority. So when I mention that name, when I issue that name with a command, the command must come, the command must happen, the decree must be established. And that's why I can I can, I can say to my body, oh, my body, you are healed now in the name of Jesus and healing will come. That's why I can tell myself, oh, in the name of Jesus, I'm not broke and money will come. And that's why I can tell myself, oh, in the name of Jesus, I am protected. And that's why I can go out and come in without being touched. You have a seal of authority. Like I said, there's so many things you can do with the seal of with the seal of your authority. You cast out demon, you give thanks to God, you take charge of your environment, take charge of your environment. That one switches me a lot. You know, when I get to, whenever I move into a new place, the number one thing I do in that environment is to take charge. Now, I don't go about and start telling people, I'm in charge, I'm in charge. I don't do that. If I get to a new environment right now, wherever I am in the corner of my room, I go on my knees and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I take charge of this community right now. Every demonic influence around this community, I lay them off right now in the name of Jesus. What am I trying to do? Because I know that there is a seal of authority that I have as a king. So when I'm in a particular jurisdiction, I take charge because I'm a king. And I have a seal of authority, which is the name of Jesus. So you, you, you give command, you, when you speak, it is equivalent to you, you know, giving command. And once you command, once you give a command, you know, it's just like a king. When a king says, oh, go and catch that person for me. Because a king speaks, go and catch that person and there's a seal of authority. There are servants that we run to ensure that the decree of a king must be established. The same way, you as a king, there are angels all around you that make sure that when you speak, it must happen. There are angels. The Bible says that, that it says in Hebrew, it said, Are there not ministry spirits that are sent forth to you to minister to you as heir of salvation? Because you are heirs, because you are a king, there are angels all around you. They are waiting for you to give a decree. They are waiting for you to make a declaration. They are waiting for you to speak something. And the moment you speak a word, bah, and you back it up with the seal of your authority, with the consciousness of with the consciousness of if I if I lay this command off with the seal of authority I have, it must be established. So the moment you speak that word and you, and you back it up with the seal of authority, the, the what happens immediately is your the angels that are around you. The Bible says in the book of Psalm that God has given God has given to our charge angels. There are angels that are in charge of us. So when we give a command, that those angels, they pick race because they know that you are a king and whatever you say must come to pass. And that's why as believers, you cannot afford to be speaking negatively. You can't afford to be speaking negatively because for every word you say, it is registered. And it's not just registered in a book. It must happen. 
So because because you are feeling the symptom of uh, malaria, you can't just say, "Oh, you, malaria has caught you." Bible says, "Let the weak say that I am strong. Let the poor say I am weak." Are you? And somebody saying that, that that will be lying to you. You are not lying to yourself. You are making a declaration. Now at that moment, you know that you are weak. But because you need to make a declaration, because you know the power you carry, you make a declaration. Oh, even though I'm weak, I declare right now that I am made strong. You know, you don't have money in your pocket. As a king that you are, you make a declaration. Oh, there's no money in my pocket at the moment, but I make a declaration right now. Money comes to me now. I am rich. And that's what the Bible says. When, when you are weak, say you are strong. You declare that you are strong. When you are poor, you declare that you are rich. Hallelujah. So, it, it, it is very important for you to recognize that, number one, you are a king. Number two, you have a seal of authority. So, because of these two things, you don't speak negative words, you speak positive words. Number two, you declare things that you want to see. You don't complain. You don't complain, but you confess. You don't complain when you want to want. See, a lot of people, they have, they've been complaining, they're not confessing. <laughs> Some people say, eh, if this thing is there, if that thing is there now, you are complaining. And you think you're talking to God. But you can confess, oh, I have this now in the name of Jesus. I have that now in the name of Jesus. I have this now in the name of Jesus. What are you doing? You are confessing what you need and you are laying it off with the seal of the authority on your inside. What am I trying to say today? You are a king, you have an authority, and you have the seal of authority. Don't just have those things for having sake. Don't be like a friend. Don't be like a, a man that bought a car, puts the car in his house, and he never drives a car. And he keeps saying, I have a car. He gives him Avika and he's striking the road. Avika and he's striking distances. Avika and he's striking his, his, his life out. Don't be like a king who has authority, a seal of authority, but is suffering. For a king, you have a seal of authority, make use of it. Whatever you declare, when you decree and declare a thing, it shall, miss, it shall be made established. That's what the Bible says. When you declare something, when you speak a word, nah, it, it must happen. Why? For a king, you have a seal of authority. Make use of them today and every day of your life. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I believe that you're you're being inspired right now to step up, stand out, and make use of your authority and the seal of your authority with the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you tomorrow.